I'm sure when you hear the name Britney Spears, your thoughts might revolve around any number of danceable tracks or eras where she dominated the headlines. But I bet education and learning are far from the top of your mind. And yet, while we discussed Britney Spears in our season one episode, The Apathy Zone, we felt we hadn't fully given this queen of pop her due. Britney's music isn't just about the many phases of relationships, iconic outfits, and amazing dance routines. That's why this pop culture winter wonderland is for embracing all things catchy and chaotic alike and diving headfirst into the unexpected parallels between Britney's bops and the world of K-12 education. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Grounded Learners Guild, the podcast that gets real about education, authentic leadership, and the transcendent power of being a part of a highly functioning team. Here are your very own guildmates and hosts, Casey Veach, Emily Coakland, and me, Jenny Labrie. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Pop Culture Winter Wonderland with the Grounded Learners Guild. Usually when we do this, this is a chance for us to put out some content that is fun and lighthearted and connected to the music, movies, and shows that we all love so much, but still be talking a little bit about the world of education and learning as well. And to do this, we're going to play a game that is near and dear to our hearts, Six Degrees of Education, where we make connections to education, leadership, and teams with pop culture. And in this case, we are talking about a true icon, Miss Brittany Jean Spears. And if you've been here before, you know we've got a couple of norms. The first one is 20 minutes. We're going to try our best to meet that. But hey, guys, have we ever really met it? I'm not so sure. Maybe once. I think this one's it. Otherwise, we need we need the norm just so that we don't full, do a full length. This is meant to be a shorter, sweeter episode. So 20 minutes is our mark. We'll see what we do tonight. And the other one is spoilers will follow. But this one is with pop culture music, not necessarily what we do sometimes when we watch videos and movies or we talk about those. So this one, there's no spoilers. I think we're we've got a pretty low key night. Good handle. Yeah. 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 And our topic or the featured artist that we're going to be talking about today is, as I mentioned in our intro, Britney Spears. She has a new book out, but truly we're going to really dig back into the music, the thing that made all of us lover or hater, whatever your journey and through the music of Britney Spears, it should be a fun and interesting night. We really stretched ourselves with this one because for the most part, these are banger songs. But at the end of the day, they're pretty much what they are. Yeah. So you guys ready for this? Oh, I'm yep. so ready. I cannot even tell you guys. <laughs> if I had to pick probably like a top five of all of our episodes, we did a Britney episode that wasn't, yes. it wasn't pop culture playground like this. We actually did it as a full length related to some topics really in the heart of the pandemic. And it's probably up yeah. there in my top five episodes. I love that one. I, anyone that hasn't listened to that one, go back and listen. And let's see how we do when we do it a little bit more in game style this format. Yes, apathy zone, psychological <laughs> safety. Yep, absolutely. So first song that, that we're going to make some connections to is actually not Britney's first that we came to know and love her from, but it's Oops, I Did It Again. I am going to start with kind of a cheat connection, mm -hmm. but true story. I will sometimes when I'm having a rough day or when I have to clean my house, and sometimes those are one and the same, I throw on the music of Britney Spears, throw on her playlist. And whenever Oops, I Did It Again comes on, 
I can't tell if it's oops, I did it again or hit me baby one more time. In my brain, they sound exactly the same. And so my connection with that song is related to the pendulum of education, right? We feel that pendulum swinging sometimes. Like, are we reading or are we teaching our students phonics? Oh, wait, no, we're not. We're in balanced literacy or, you know, whatever that new thing is. It sounds familiar like something we've done before. And to me, that's my first connection with, oops, I did it again. The fact that it sounds exactly like... (laughs) <laughs> a song that she did a couple of years before. That's nice. So good. So good. For mine, I had, it's like the quintessential student excuse, right? Mm-hmm. They bat their eyelashes <laughs> at you. Oops, I did it again. I'm not that innocent. You know, they try and be all sweet. Mm-hmm. But usually there's, it takes a couple times for many of our students to learn certain lessons. And so this is one of those that just jumps out as one of those, just an excuse. Oh my gosh. Okay. And mine, I'm going a completely different direction. And this, nice. this is a little tongue in cheek also, but I'm, do you remember back when we did the, we, we've released this episode a couple of times because we did a re-release last year also during conference season. It was the field guide to conferences. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of kind of that false start you feel when you're like getting into like a conference session and you think it's like, this is the one. And then oh. like somebody like bails, you know? <laughs> It's the, the session isn't what you thought it was going yeah. to be or something like oops where you, you think got- I'm in love but <laughs> yeah and it's like all about coming in like gung ho and then like do 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 like leaving <laughs> it's oh I, I want to add a different connection, <laughs> oh, Emily, okay. just based on what you dropped. All right. So if you think about the main lyrics, oops, I did it again. I played with your heart, got lost in the game. <laughs> One of the phrases that we sometimes think of or hear when it comes to education like the silver bullet we finally found the thing that's going to fix education Mm -hmm. right it's technology it's this new resource it's this new committee it's going to be the thing that fixes our system and we throw a whole bunch of money into it and oops we did it again it really doesn't fix the issue Oh my gosh. We knew this episode was going to start surface, but it wasn't going to stay there for long. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. So for our next one, we're going to fast forward in time in Britney's catalog. I think this is one of her more recent albums right before, I mean, probably some of the darkest periods of her life, given the conservatorship and everything like that. But let's go ahead and now dig into Till the World Ends. All right. I'll start us off on this one. I feel like some of these are going to be super on the nose, but... I'll go with it anyway. So when I think of Till the World Ends, it it brings me back to also that dark time in our education when we were in a pandemic. I just think of the world crumbling around us and us trying to still get ourselves up and going and moving and And I think a lot of good came from that, but also I think it, you know, it did some damage and we have to, we have to address it and we have to keep moving forward now that we've learned so much more and things aren't the same. The world has changed, right? Yep. Absolutely. My connection is actually, it has to do with like that main chorus part. We're not stopping, let it happen, let's keep dancing. Oh my God, Casey, the world I'm ends. so sorry. I thought you were just going to say the whoa, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, that. oh, no, 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 not that part. If you could make but a connection knows? there, that would be money. Go on. <laughs> um, to me, it reminded me of engagement. They are so in their element. They're so in feelings of flow. Let's hope they're not inappropriate feelings like some of the raunchy lyrics. But to me, that's reminding me of flow and engagement. We want our students to want to keep learning and be so 
a part of the learning process and have that agency that it they, we just want them to keep learning the thing till the world ends. Nice. I'm going to let mine go really short because mine was right on the tail of yours, Casey. I was just thinking of particularly the line, if you feel it, let it happen. So mm-hmm. again, that idea of being, I guess, being in flow state and being able to get something that you're so into that you're not you're not even really feeling it. It's just happening. Like you're just sort of in the zone. So mm-hmm. let it let in the drop. Another Britney Spears song, that one with Madonna, Me Against the Music, Getting in the Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's got a lot of in the zone songs. <laughs> yes. Including. <laughs> All right. I think, again, closely tied to where the world ends in discography. Let's move into Work Bitch. <laughs> Ooh, we're actually saying it. All right. Yes. Well, we're, we're, this is going to be a little extra spicy tonight, folks. GLG after hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I love this one. You guys know that. Every time Brittany comes up, I'm always like, you better work. You better work, bitch. Yeah. Like, I can't help it. But anyways, this one is also, again, because the just kind of the surface nature of things but this one really particularly reminds me of like the that last week like okay yes we are going to release this as a lovely little Mm. holiday thing for y'all but we are actually recording this prior to break prior to finals so I'm thinking of just the mode that people are in either like at the end of finals or the end of the school year where they are just like trying to power through something and what is needed is a little bit of like a mantra a pep talk a little bit of just like drawing Mm -hmm. in some extra strength whether you feel like you have it or not and so with this song with work bitch uh it's even the part where she's like sound the alarm i think of like when your alarm is ringing like two days before break i'm almost (laughs) there i guess that just makes me think of what people relate to or respond to where and they're they're powering through it you know Mm -hmm. mine's not far off of yours emily i was just thinking of the plight of the teacher I guess I didn't tie it necessarily to December, although well done and well played on topic and theme for the month. But I just think of the plight of teachers. We are working maybe not for Maseratis, although that wouldn't that be nice if we had that kind of <laughs> that kind of cash flow coming in. But we're just no work- kidding. We're just working hard. I just think of like Brittany standing there and as almost like not the teacher, but somebody talking to teachers mm-hmm. about you just need to get like, can you do more? Can you do more? Can you do more? Can you do more? And sometimes I feel like it's it's sometimes hard for us to even like fight that narrative of can we work hard without grinding to the point where oftentimes we're asked to, right? Yeah. That's interesting too, because we talked so much about burnout when we were Mm -hmm. talking about Brittany before. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So mine is completely off in a random (laughs) Go for it. We love random. Stick with me, folks, because I'm about to drop some educational research. In of course, you are right. <laughs> Way to make it light, so, right, Beach? <laughs> yeah, oh, always. So you you both remember that when we first started working together, we really dove into John Hattie's visible learning, like things that make learning impactful, oh, yeah. right, and yeah. lead to huge gains in learning. Well, one of always one of Hattie's highest is teacher clarity, right? The the clear mm-hmm. articulation of learning goals and outcomes and well thought out lessons. The outcome is a Maserati. For- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In order for kids to reach their highest potential, whether that's partying in France, a Maserati or a Bugatti, <laughs> you gotta work. You gotta plan that out. True learning is well designed. It doesn't happen because we open up the curriculum resource and want it and will it to happen. We have to work as teachers so that every kid reaches their potential no matter what it is. Bugatti, you better work. (laughs) 
So we're going to now go backwards in time to, I think, visually one of Britney's most iconic music videos, and that is Toxic. When she's dressed as the airline flight attendant, so what connections can we make to Toxic? Okay, I have a whole thing with this one, (laughs) all right? I'm thinking back to the Parent University episode we did on technology and this song is literally being sung by a student to a cell phone. It is all about how addicted you are and how you need another hit and how you need mm-hmm. to get more of it. And it's like, and at the end of it, it's just like, ah, whatever, I'm in, you know, intoxicate yeah. me now. Let's go. So like, again, I, every time I think about those dopamine hits and the way that that app design is created to continue to get our kids attention and just pull them in, I think so much about all of the extreme care we had to, and research we had to do to put in even put that episode together and why educators are still just tangling with this issue over and over and over again because it is designed to be addictive ergo mm-hmm. i think it's going to keep coming up again and again in education just like in that song she clearly keeps going back to whomever she wrote it to well played i'm going to play into that a little bit emily for two reasons one because it plays on the addiction concept in a whole yeah. different way. And second, Casey, I'm hoping you can salvage mine because I have a feeling that I might have some haters after this one. This is an unpopular Ooh. opinion. I'm a little nervous Flying to say it out close loud. close to the sun. I'm going to try. Go. I'm going to try. All right. So when I think of toxic and the addictive qualities of certain things in education, one of the things that comes to mind is teacher paid teachers and oh. how sometimes we might be a little bit too addicted to something that's easy, click clickbait, print, and give to students may not be responsive, may not be using data, and it's not always the thing that we want to be seeing used in the classroom. Sometimes there's good stuff. I don't I, I don't want to completely like alienate anyone that is out there using it and or um, contributing as a content creator on it. I understand that there are some good good things there, but I think that when our teachers use as a, as an addictive in an addictive way where like, hey, I just I need another hit because I have nothing else to give. And we're not really thinking about how it's going to be responsive to the students that we have. That's when it gets problematic. All right, Casey, go another direction. No, I'm I'm actually not going another no? direction. And I'm just going to simply piggyback on the two of okay. you that attention piece. One of the most interesting things about the song, but also the most iconic is that like really I don't know if dissident is the right word, but no, that it violin is. strike, yeah. like that just auditorily strikes and grabs your attention and makes you like tune back in. And I think we need to have more of those epic kind of moments in teaching and learning to keep students' attention, to keep them interested and engaged in learning. And so mine does fall in line with both of yours related to the attention piece. Nice. All right. Now we're going to go back into Britney Spears' catalog on, do you all remember when she was an actress as well for the Crossroads movie? I mean, using the term loosely. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I have never seen the movie, or at least that I can recall myself, but one of the songs from the soundtrack is Overprotected. Okay, so that one I'm thinking about, and and we've definitely made this connection before to other things, but I see this one as being like like that 
cry for moving away from being overprotected and to try to figure things out for themselves is again that mm. that idea of of adults and teachers stepping back and letting students try and fail and work through some tangle through some problems themselves there's so much i need space and i'm overprotected and i've been told mm-hmm. this and i can't believe what i hear about the world from her in this song and yet i'm thinking about this like if we're just telling kids things and not letting them find out anything or get their hands dirty for themselves they're really not going to learn with the same level of depth as they do when they really get to when they really get get in there and deal with a tough some tough problem solving some critical thinking so i was just thinking of us stepping aside again and really a cry for us to do so Mm -hmm. shall i go next Yes. All right. So (laughs) this one makes me think of golden handcuffs. The teachers that we, Mm -hmm. when we struggle in education, it's a a lot of times when we think of like being, we're protecting ourselves through the union, we're protecting ourselves through contracts. And then sometimes what happens in education is that you get those golden handcuffs and you can't find another place to begin again. When you think of this song, like she's looking for a new identity, she's looking for a change. And sometimes that's really hard for some teachers to be able to do when we've built a system around making it hard. Because sometimes a teacher might be really willing to move into another system, but yet that system's not going to honor all of their years. You don't see that in many other mm-hmm. industries. You can, you know, in, in the business world, you can leave and go to an entirely different organization and they're going to honor your your salary. That doesn't always happen in education. And, you know, in Illinois, we work in Illinois. It's a little bit different than other states. But in general, sometimes there's that golden handcuffs. We, we're protecting ourselves with that, with that contract. But I think that sometimes there's that, mm-hmm. like, other side of things where you can kind of get stuck or you feel stale and you want to be not protected anymore and be able to jump into something new and take risks like she says in the Mm -hmm. song and we struggle to do that because we might not be able to make up our salary again right and so it's hard to be Mm -hmm. able to reinvent yourself as a teacher in that regard yeah mine is totally in a different direction go for it (laughs) our left (laughs) my last two the last two songs this one and our next one actually for me go together kind of So when I listened to Overprotected, what I actually first thought of was the new teacher, right? Just hear me out. Oftentimes, as an instructional coach, we are strongly encouraged to circle and almost wrap that new teacher in bubble wrap, right? Because they've got so much going on. Things are just coming at them. And it's very easy as a coach to fall into that trap of, I've got to help this person. I've got to help this person and make sure they have everything they they need. But not all teachers who are new to the profession want that. Oftentimes, we want to explore who we are as educators and we need the space in order to make those mistakes and find out what works for us in our classroom. So as much as we want to keep teachers in the profession, We have to be sure that we are matching what their needs are with who they are and not just say, you're a new tutor and I need to help you with all the things. Let's take a step back, get to know the person and figure out what might they need first before we really start overprotecting them. I love that idea of coach who they are, not what they are. Nice Mm -hmm. feature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that leads me into the last song, which I will kick things off with stronger. And what I thought of is the coaching client who has successfully engaged in true, personalized, needs-based coaching 
and they feel stronger than they were. They feel like they have someone now in their corner. And if you watch the video to Stronger, you see Brittany in her prime. That's what I think of when I think of a coach and a teacher pair when they finally have achieved success with whatever that may be, whether it's a student-centered coaching cycle, whether that's a new tool that they want to use, whether that's all of it. So that's my connection for that one, our last one. I'm going to piggyback right on that one. Mine was really similar. Not exactly, Mm -hmm. but I know this is a breakup song, but I'm totally ignoring that because Mm -hmm. the lyric that always gets in my head is loneliness ain't killing me no more. I am Mm -hmm. stronger. And so when I think of loneliness isn't killing me anymore, I think of somebody who's got Got their people, got a buddy. So yes, your coach, maybe who's your guild? I know we've made this Mm -hmm. connection before too, but again, this idea of once you've kind of got some professional connections and some people who really challenge your thinking and make you stronger, you're not going to get killed by your loneliness. You're not going to get sucked into the void of how lonely and isolating some parts of education can be. Yes, it's a human-centered business, but a lot of times people can get caught in that spiral But when Mm -hmm. you've got your people, they can help pull you back out and you make each other stronger. You do. So just that lyric, that's what sticks. I love that. I've got a little bit of a dash of Casey's and a little dash of yours, Emily, in mind. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Casey, when you're talking about coaching in general, coaching is an arm of professional learning. And so when I think of Stronger, this is professional learning on my terms or as an educator on your own terms. And I think that that's something that we get disillusioned by often is that we get a canned professional learning or professional development given to us and we're just kind of going through the motions. But when we really think of professional learning on our terms, we're not feeling as lonely. Emily, I even pulled out the same lyric, my loneliness ain't killing me no more. Here I go. I'm on my own. It's almost like, mm-hmm. what, where do you, where are you investing in your own professional learning? You, if you're sitting right. back passively and hoping that your district is going to just give you the stuff that you need, yes, it's there. It's going to give you the basics. But if you really want to be empowered and stronger and a better educator in general, you're going to want to invest in your own professional learning, whether that is asking to go to a conference or if that's going to be, hey, there is a coach that I want to work with and I'm going to get customized professional learning in that way. So I just think of that as you will be stronger and better for it if you are on your own making your own path for the type of learning that you need and advocating for that. Yes, you might want to have your building principal or your district help you get there, but you need to be a self-advocate as well. Well, it's that agency to its finest. We know that adults learn best when they are self-directed and have that agency. Love that. And I'm also wearing my what is professional learning t-shirt today. So Jenny, I love that you went there that's awesome all right we ready for game time of course are we that would be the question see (laughs) i have yeah i don't know if i'm ready but let's just do it anyway yeah so it's been a minute since i've tortured casey with this game so it was time to bring it back around for a little bit of we'll keep this episode a little spicy why not so this is a game we played quite a couple of pop culture playground slash winter wonderlands ago and this we just call the big word game right so this is (laughs) this is the game where i i will take song lyrics from the artist in question in this case britney's song lyrics and i vocabularyified them and i basically put them into thesaurus happy lyrics i'm pretty proud of myself i only used ai for one of them y'all so <laughs> nice. bonus points see if you can figure out which one but i will read off the hyper verbose vocabularyified lyric casey tries to guess it jenny feel free to jump in if you do mega bonus points mega bonus but we all know that the jumping in is unlikely but i'll be alert i'll pay attention as casey said with her connection yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll be engaged. Yes. yes. Moral she, support. You just you're gonna support slash Raz Casey. On. Yes. <laughs> so let's begin with our first lyric. All right. Exalted to an excessive altitude. Descending eludes my capacity. I could give you the lyric that goes after it if you're having a hard time. Hold on. Exalt like exalted to an what did you say? Exalted to an excessive altitude. Descending eludes my capacity. Like it, it's take me higher <laughs> and something. Okay, I'll, I'll give you the next vocabulary-fied line. This might help. Okay. Saturating the atmosphere and it envelopes me in utter entirety. Do the whole thing again. All right, you got it. Exalted to an excessive altitude, descending eludes my capacity, saturates the atmosphere and envelops me in utter entirety. I... <gasps> toxic yes I can't yes it's in the air she got it's it all around oh. yep yep there please you go promise me you will cut out all of that singing nope <laughs> please just mine then <laughs> damn it the brain okay all right all right very good solid point casey yes all right next one at times i propel myself hastily Intermittently seeking refuge in concealment. If this is every time. No? Hang on. No? Every time I try. No. No? Okay. Do it again. At times, I propel myself hastily, intermittently seeking refuge in concealment. One more time. At times... I propel myself hastily. Sometimes I run. Yes. Sometimes I hide. Uh, there you I go. I scared of you. <laughs> hold on. But no, I really want is to hold you tight. That's it. That's it. Baby, all I need is time. Something yes. like that. Yep. I don't know the actual title of the song. It's just sometimes. I'm pretty oh, sure just sometimes. sometimes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> You got the right lyric. You don't have to know, but you like crushed the whole chorus of that. (laughs) And you got the lyrics right. You are two for two. So I might have to start thinking of a prize soon here, but I'm not going to jinx you with this last one. All right. Okay. I just need it read six times. (laughs) I mean, we're going to cut out a lot of the dead time on that. You're going to sound so smart. All right. So smart. Okay. I mean, you are, but go on. All right. So last one. You provoke my mental agitation, rendering nocturnal repose elusive. My exhilaration has reached a level of intensity that submerges me in profound depths. This is like true poetry. (laughs) We're trying to make Britney deep, y'all. Yeah. Okay, do it again. You provoke my mental agitation, rendering nocturnal repose elusive. My exhilaration has reached a level of intensity that submerges me. me. Yes! I just can't sleep. I'm so excited. I'm in too deep. Yeah, that one. Nice. She did it. Three Each for three. One. I think oh. you might have done better on this one than you did with a Lizzo. I did. Yeah. I oh, did. yeah. By, by a long mile, man. I couldn't fool you once. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yes. I'm going to have to get a better thesaurus, everyone. You heard it here first. All right. So that's my prize. I got to get a better thesaurus. Casey's prize. Or, what should Casey or win? Or you just have to like only limit me to two or three different... <laughs> Two max repeats of two. There you go. Max repeats yep. of two. Yep. A trip to Paris and a and a Maserati and a Bugatti. <gasps> yes. Yes. All right. Work. Go sit Work. martinis. Work. Get it, girl. <laughs> awesome. 
All right. Well, Taste of What's to Come, you're just going to have to keep listening, folks, to see what's coming up next on the Pop Culture Winter Wonderland. There might be more of that coming your way. I mean, you know us. There's going to be more of that coming your way. So enjoy your holidays. Continue enjoying your holidays and the earlier parts of your winter. And keep listening for a little more content coming your way before we have to go get serious again. All right. Bye. And that's a wrap on today's episode. It's always so fun to be behind the mics talking to you, our GLG fam. Thanks for choosing to come around to engage with our guild's content as we passionately continue to advocate for adult learners with transparent conversations about the world of education, impactful leadership, and the power of high-functioning teams. The Grounded Learners Guild is a production of Grounded Learning, LLC. If you'd like to connect, the power of the PLN continues. As always, you can find us on our website, thegroundedlearnersguild.com. While you are there, check out our past episodes, our socials, and learn how you can bring the GLG flavor to your next professional learning event. And yep, you know, your feedback is everything. Feedback is that powerful tool that allows us to be responsive to the topics that matter to you most. If you haven't yet already or are finding us for the first time, leave us a review and hit that subscribe button. You can find us wherever you stream. Thanks as always for tuning in to be a part of the Grounded Learners Guild. That's it for us, Casey, Emily, and me, Jenny, in today's episode. See you all at the next Guild meeting. And don't forget, in the meantime, do your best to stay grounded.